Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? Fitness Friday today, and today I'm doing a brief episode on my my brief stint with a keto diet, a ketogenic diet, okay? Now, big disclaimer. Number one, as I always say, I'm not a doctor. I can't give you medical advice, blah, blah, blah. Um, and a big disclaimer with this one is that I do not recommend a keto or ketogenic diet for most people, especially over the long term. I would not recommend it. I think in rare cases it can be useful for brief time periods like I'm doing. I think it can be useful. But anyway, I wanted to record this episode. Funny enough, it's actually so it, you guys know if you listen to this that I record these a couple weeks in advance usually to stay up to date. Um, and uh, But anyway, so today is actually Friday. I'm recording on Friday, March 3rd, and I think I'm going to release this on Friday, March the 17th. So it'll be a couple weeks old by then. But anyway, um, my I d- I've done a brief stint with a keto diet just for eight days, right? Um, I wanted to see what it was like uh, to do at least a week. and I, I <laughs> So there's a couple things going on this weekend that I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay in it. <laughs> I think I'm going to have too many carbs a couple times this weekend, so I'm going to probably break out of it may go back into it for like another week or two but anyway let me explain why I decided to do this this brief keto diet and kind of the way I've felt okay because this is something that you know keto ketogenic diets there's there's tons of diets out there and most of them in my opinion whether it's keto paleo vegan carnivore low carb high carb uh you know vegetarian paleo vegan guy acto octo god knows what like all these diets you know they have their uses in certain ways but at the end of the day going for balance is probably still a good idea for most of us now with that being said why did i decide to run this keto diet because if you know me you know that i have tried experimented with experimented with a lot of different diets for short and sometimes long periods of time so i got this idea because i have a friend uh, named thaddeus who i've mentioned in previous podcasts he's also considers himself a a biohacker he's a more renowned biohacker than i am possibly the most famous one in the minnesota wisconsin area um and you know i've met with him a couple times he's a good friend of mine and he had been talking to me for a while about this idea of seasonal eating okay essentially eating foods that are you know uh grown locally uh and will respond better to our or our bodies will respond better to during different seasons throughout the year and i guess before i go into that let me just give the overview of what a keto or ketogenic diet is okay so a keto or ketogenic diet for those of you who don't know is a diet in which you are eating a very low amount of carbohydrates okay um and what this does is if you for at least a couple days eat a very low number of carbohydrates we're talking they usually say under 50 grams of carbohydrates per day and like to give you an idea like one bagel plus a banana would be more than 50 grams of carbohydrates total you'd probably get like 50 to 60 in just that a bagel and a banana you know and you can imagine just how many carbs are in all of the little things we eat throughout the day because it's difficult to do It's, it's very difficult to go under 50 grams of carbs 
per day, especially in a society where like most of the stuff, if you eat away from home, especially like to go to a restaurant and get something that is keto friendly is very tough. It's got to be like a salad with, you know, a chicken or some sort of meat, uh, green veggies and, you know, not, not much, if any fruit, um, you know, maybe a couple other little vegetables, but obviously a lot of vegetables do have a decent amount of carbs as well. Um, even things like nuts and seeds have carbs. So like the bottom line is it's very tough to follow a diet where you're having less than 50 grams of carbs per day. Now, what, what is supposedly the benefit of this, this keto or ketogenic diet? Well, it's because, um, you know, as you probably know, usually carbohydrates, the carbohydrates that we eat, uh, end up being our primary fuel source when our, when we're feeding ourselves with carbs. Okay. Now, when we take those away, our body gets to a point where it has to start essentially dipping into fat stores for fuel and it's burning what are called ketones or ketone bodies producing ketones however i should word that um but anyway so you're no longer using carbohydrates as your source of energy you're using your fat cells as a source of fuel that's probably the simplest way to describe it and yes it is it is touted as a good weight loss diet uh but like i said it's i I don't recommend it especially not long term for very many people it can even be dangerous in certain ways for example like for diabetics you would think it would be a good idea for diabetics who have you know too high levels of uh, blood sugars and are insulin resistant but in fact it can actually cause something called ketoacidosis uh which is very dangerous and can be life-threatening so long story short um you have to really be careful with this now for those of us who are healthy and want to try it out, I think you can do it in, I wouldn't recommend it long term. I just really wouldn't. Um, and I want to explain. So the, the reason that I decided to try it, and like I said, obviously eight days is not very much, but theoretically after at least two to four days of doing under 50 grams of carbs per day for most of us, we should be in a ketogenic state. Um, and I was very meticulous with it. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've definitely been in ketosis, so to speak, for the last five or six days. And The reason I decided to do it, going back to that seasonal eating thing that my friend Thaddeus talks about is, you know, we live, he lives right across the board from Wisconsin, but it's the same, same place basically. And I live in Minnesota here and in the winter, which it's still winter now, it's the beginning of March, but we have a lot of snow and nothing has been growing locally, um, you know, in terms of food for the last four or five, six months, whatever. Um, And so in the winter when nothing grows, his idea, and this is, you know, backed up by science is that we should be eating for the most part, we should only be eating carbohydrates when they are locally grown and in season. There's a couple reasons for this. Number one, just because it's better to eat local foods that are grown locally and are fresh wherever you are in the world. Now, this is obviously, this would be way different for people who live in Colombia or Brazil or whatever, where you're closer to the equator. And you, I'm guessing, I don't know, I don't know how the food works, but I'm guessing that your seasons don't change as frequently as ours or as drastically as ours in terms of like local food availability and you know fruit and vegetable availability in the winter versus the summer but like here for example in minnesota in this in the winter there is there is nothing you know there is nothing that's growing it is snow ice that's it right and then at the same time you know if you go really deep into what thaddeus talks about his idea is that actually winter should be a time where in general we eat less sleep more we only eat things that are mostly like proteins and fats i'll get into what some of those things are in a minute um but that essentially our bodies do not respond well to the carbohydrates because winter because of all of the darkness and the the fact that local foods are not grown 
Uh, our body does not respond well. We didn't evolve to be eating these high-carbohydrate foods in winter in these northern climates, okay? Now, some of you might think, oh, come on, this is ridiculous. I've been eating carbs in the winter my whole life. And, you know, I know I, I have too, and I even did through most of this winter. And the reason, you know, even even knowing what Thaddeus talks about long before this winter um, started and what other, you know, there are other people who will promote this sort of thing. You know, even knowing all that, I decided to go most of the winter and still be eating a lot of carbs. Why? Because I was trying to continue building muscle. And in my opinion, it's virtually impossible to build muscle on a ketogenic diet. You can maintain muscle. I think you can maintain muscle because you, it's, it's easy to get enough protein. You know, I'm eating a lot of meats, eggs, cheeses. You know, I'm eating a lot of protein every day. Um, but in order to build muscle, uh, carbohydrates are a very important source of fuel, in my opinion, to fuel your workouts and to fuel post-workout muscle growth, okay? Combining carbohydrates and protein. Without going into all the nitty-gritty details on that, that's why I was still eating carbohydrates, you know, oatmeal, uh, potatoes, even some, you know, tortillas, which I love, and, you know, a decent amount of fruits and other vegetables throughout the winter, um, you know, throughout December, January, uh, and most of February. Now, I decided for the last week or so of February, I'm like, okay, we're still in winter, and I want to try and see what I've, I've never done an actual keto diet before. You know, not for unless you count like one day, maybe, but I've never really dipped into ketosis, so to speak. And I decided to do it now because I'm like, okay, it's definitely it's still winter. You know, it's a decent time to do it. I'm also not doing a, a workout training protocol right now that requires a lot of of strength and performance. I am, I'm of course, working out every day. I always work out every day, but um, my workouts right now are designed a bit more for, um, I'm doing unilateral and isometric training. It's a new program I got. It also involves some core and mobility, but I'm not like in there trying to do my max lifts on a lot of these big exercises because to do that, in my opinion, really does require um, carbohydrates are, almost, are pretty necessary for that, in my opinion, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, another thing with this keto diet is I, even though I am eating a ton of fat and a pretty good amount of protein, I'm still in a calorie deficit. Okay. I'm in a calorie deficit, which means I'm, I'm losing weight. I'm burning fat. Like I'm, I'm shredded right now. I'm not going to lie. Like over eight days, I've probably lost a few pounds and, you know, I'm someone who's pretty quote unquote jacked in general. Um, but I'm a little bit even probably more so right now, just because I've undoubtedly burned, you know, a couple pounds of, of fat and look really lean right now. Um, now, uh, so what have I been eating over these last eight days, um, to get into a ketogenic state? Well, um, it's probably about one pound of meat per day. Now this is, that might seem like a lot, but I mean, keep in mind, I'm a large person who, I've been eating probably 3,000 calories a day. And actually, to maintain my weight, I need more than 3,000 calories. So it's been about a pound of meat on average. Um, you know, the red, some red meat, some chicken. Uh, probably anywhere between four and eight eggs per day. Uh, four to six on average. Um, quite a bit of cheese, okay? I know this sounds like all animal products. The vegans and vegetarians are like, oh my God, fuck you, man. Um, but... Anyway, a lot of raw cheese. I've started to really like raw cheeses. I could do a whole other episode on that. Raw foods and, you know, whatever. Um, but a, a lot of raw cheese, um, some standard pasteurized cheeses, a little bit of, like, nuts, like macadamia nuts, uh, cashews, um, a, a bit of cacao. These things do have a little bit of carbohydrates, um, cacao powder in my 
coffee, which I love. Um, a little, and then just like a bunch of butters and oils. So just standard butter, um, olive oil, putting on things, um, and and then like a salad. Either just like some veggies that don't have that many carbs, you know, like a few carrots here and there, or like a, you know, a salad. Uh, I usually don't even really like salads, but I have been doing salads, just, you know, some lettuce and whatever else might come with the salad, uh, you know, to get enough fiber to be able to poop, um, which I still have been able to, thankfully. Um, what else? I mean, that that's mostly it, honestly. That's mostly what I've been eating over the past eight days. And obviously, like, it's not that, like, number one, it's not that fun, you know, like you... <laughs> For, especially because you're really restricted when you eat out. And like I said, this weekend I'm meeting up with a couple people in a couple different situations where I just feel like I'm not keeping keto over the weekend. <laughs> Probably not. I did last weekend, but I don't really plan to this weekend. Um, but I feel like I have a pretty good idea of what it's like. You know, and people will talk about like all of these, you know, there's some different side effects you can have. People will talk about like the keto flu. I don't think I've necessarily experienced that. I can't even remember like why exactly some people experience this almost like like you know cold like flu like symptoms god i can't remember why um but anyway uh i haven't really experienced any of that uh what i have experienced is um it's mostly good honestly um my gastrointestinal system has felt very good um i you know and, and part of this makes sense just because i am still in a i'm eating less calories than i'm burning i can tell and i'm going to bed a little hungry at night just because let's be real you know no matter how much see like like protein protein and just like the fats i'm eating when it's healthy fats these are satiating foods especially the protein and so when you're not adding carbs this is this is actually a good tip even though i don't recommend really keto for weight loss this is a good thing to keep in mind for weight loss if you're trying to burn fat um j just make sure you get a good amount of protein and you're going to have a hard you're it's you're going to have a lot easier time burning fat because protein is satiating protein will fill you up and not make you want to eat as much junk carbs so you know things like things like eggs things like um unprocessed meats um you know and this could be red meat uh white meat etc um these will fill you up more you won't want to eat as many junk carbs and so that's what i've been doing right and i've been feeling my digestive system feels great because contrary to popular belief things like meats are very easily digestible for most of us um also, you know, I don't have any real, I don't have any lactose issues. Uh, I think all of us are technically a little bit lactose intolerance according, lactose intolerant according to my research. Um, but particularly with the raw cheeses, the unpasteurized cheeses, my stomach does really well on those eggs I do great with. Um, and then the few veggies and things that I mentioned, you know, I do really well with all that stuff. I still haven't even figured out like what exactly really are the trigger foods that cause me gastrointestinal issues. Sometimes, sometimes I actually think it's more just like when I'm eating too much and I'm in a calorie surplus, that's the bigger issue. But anyway, I've done past episodes on how to hack your, your diet and digestive system or hack your diet to improve your digestive system. But, um, you know, so with this, I've felt, you know, very good. I haven't had really any digestive issues. Um, I would say I, I'm probably not quite as strong. Like I said, if I had to go into the gym and like try to perform the best I could on my biggest lifts, I don't think I would be quite as good right now. And that makes sense. You know, just, you're not giving yourselves yourself the carbohydrates for fuel. Um, and what else? I mean, I'm actually, I haven't needed as much sleep. I think I've only slept maybe six to six and a half hours on average. There was one night last week I slept like three and a half because I went out really late. 
And then I made up for it the next night with like nine or 10 hours. But I think I've only slept like six or six and a half hours. And really, I, I feel pretty good. I don't feel like tired. So like energy is, is pretty high and my mind is sharp. This is one of the benefits that some people will talk about is like your mind will feel really sharp on keto just because when we eat a bunch of carbs, especially if it's junk carbs in any way, it, we just feel kind of sluggish and it slows us down. So I do feel very sharp, I would say. And that's what I've liked about it. Now, um, is this something that I plan to you know, do every winter or over longer term periods? I don't know. I, I feel like because I think I'm either way, I'm probably not going to do this more than like two or three weeks total, especially since we're coming into spring now anyway. And I could always use a good excuse to eat more carbs. Um, and I'll want to you know, get back to trying to build more muscle as opposed to just preserving. But um you know, I don't know, maybe next winter I'll try a longer stint of this. This was just kind of to do like an experiment and get a feel for it. Um, I think that, yeah, I think, like I said, I'm probably going to break it this weekend anyway, and then might go back into it for another week or so. But I think that either way, I would get to a point I'm kind of feeling right now where I'm just like, all right, yeah, I just don't really love the feeling um, for a couple different reasons. Just kind of feeling a little bit like, a little bit like weaker in general, you know, I mean, Hey, there's a reason we eat carbohydrates. It's fuel, right? It's fuel. And, um, as long as you're eating mostly carbohydrates from like good whole sources and it's not a bunch of just like stupid stuff that comes in a box. So, you know, I'm talking about like, well, you know, a lot of vegetables have carbs, fruits, uh, things like oatmeal, things like rice, things like potatoes, uh, you know, these are good carbohydrates for most of us in the right quantities and at the right times. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, without getting into, I could go, you know, off on like tangents on like 10 of these different little subtopics, like, you know, eating in the winter, eating when it's light outside, as opposed to eating when it's dark, you know, intermittent fasting windows and blah, blah, blah. Each one is like its own separate episode. Uh, so I think I'll just end it here for now. That was kind of my, you know, that's been my brief experience with the, with a ketogenic diet. Uh, I would say the positives have outweighed the negatives, but once again, it's something I only plan to use in short term stints. Um, you know, probably only at times of the year like this um, going forward. And once again, I don't really recommend it for most people. You know, maybe I could get my friend Thaddeus on and we could debate it. He would recommend it for like three, four, five, six months of the year. I think that's what he does. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think I would recommend it. It's something you have to really be careful with, in my opinion. Um, uh, and, you know, it's not like that that dangerous, I guess. But yeah, it's just something I wouldn't really recommend to that many people over the long term. But short term, I do think it has benefits. And one thing I will say just about dieting in general as it relates to fitness and health, metabolic flexibility, I'm finding is a good thing. Meaning you can, you know, we teach our metabolism to, to you know, react to different situations. Like, okay, right now I'm eating a lot. I'm in a calorie surplus. Right now I'm doing intermittent fasting. Oh, right now I'm only doing one meal per day. Oh, right now I'm doing keto. You know, like you don't have to be that extreme with it, but a, a little metabolic flexibility can be a good thing. It's another way of our body learning to adapt to different things. Okay. Because our metabolism, it's a very complicated thing, but it adapts to whatever the current conditions are in a certain way. So this is just another way of kind of creating some more metabolic flexibility, um, which can be useful as well. Once again, though, uh, don't really recommend keto diet uh, long term. If you're interested, you know, do your research, make sure it's the right time and the right situation for you and you don't have any, you know, health issues that might make it a bad idea. Give it a shot. Yeah, I think you'll definitely feel mentally sharp. Uh, that's the one thing that I, I will definitely say about it. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll talk again soon. Peace. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make health and fitness a part of our daily